So a bit of dwindling supply of humanitarian aid into Gaza, Jordan and France carried out the largest aid drop, airdrop by air over the besieged territory. The Jordanian Armed Forces say they made four aerial aid drops on Monday in collaboration with the French, sending relief and food items, including ready-to-eat meals of high nutritional value. One journalist tells CNN he saw four planes. The first, the airdrop went into the sea, while the remaining three were dropped in southwestern areas of the territory. More now from CNN's Jeremy Diamond, reporting in from Tel Aviv. Today, Gaza's humanitarian crisis looks like this. Palestinians desperate for food, paddling and swimming out to sea after at least one plane airdropping aid appeared to miss its target, sending pallets of food crashing into the sea. In central and southern Gaza, hundreds crowding the beaches to try and secure their piece of the rations. But this is the other side of desperation. Groups of men wielding whips and bats, steering crowds away from their precious cargo. Months of hunger and war triggering fights for survival when there is not enough for everyone. This is what they are fighting over. Ration packs, a lifeline for the lucky few. I was lucky and able to get one of these aids. But what about all those other people who were not able to get this aid? Look, this one didn't get any, and this one didn't get any. But so much more is needed. I'm asking from the Arab nations. We are thankful for the aid through the parachutes, but we need more, and we need it distributed in a better way. This will not stop our hunger. We don't need a capsule, because when we eat this, we will eat it, and that's it. It's finished. But nowhere are people more desperate for food aid than in northern Gaza, where women and children wait in long lines for what now passes for food cloudy soup mixture made with dirty water and whatever grains can be found. There was no food or drinking water, no flour or anything. There was no cooking oil, not even drinking water. Death is better than this. Humanitarian aid deliveries this month dropped by half compared to January, according to a United Nations relief agency which blamed Israeli military operations and the collapse of civil order in Gaza. In northern Gaza, aid groups suspending aid delivery amid looting and attacks on aid trucks, leaving many with few options to stay alive. Look, we are eating animal feed against our will, but have to eat it. Without food or clean water, their voices are all they have left. The suffering of Gaza is extremely difficult. Where are the authorities? Where is the government? Israel made us hungry and our government made us hungry and people are stealing. Shame on you Arabs, where are you? But after nearly five months of war, is the world listening? Jeremy Diamond, CNN, Tel Aviv. Yonti Sarepto is the president and CEO of Save the Children. She is with us this hour from New York. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. It's appreciated. Thank you, John. Okay, so here's what life is like right now in Gaza. We'll hear first from a mother in Gaza City. Her name is Um Al-Amir Shamal, and then we'll hear from Jihad Al-Danjar, who is in northern Gaza. Here they are. There is no food to feed my children, nor there is any bread. We came to the point where we are eating tree leaves. We are eating the food of this donkey. All of northern Gaza is starving. There is no shelter, no drink, no food. There is nothing. 
It seems there'll be less than nothing. According to the UN, aid deliveries in February are half of what they were last month, which was a fraction of what is needed. So Palestinians, especially in Gaza, are resilient people. Kids are used to hardship, but nothing like this. And the fear is that now it could get a lot worse if that Israeli offensive on Rafah goes ahead. Describe what worse looks like. Yeah, thanks, John. And it's uh, almost inconceivable. Last month, I, I didn't think uh, worse was actually possible, but clearly it is. You got to remember, there's now 1.4 million people in in Rafah, which is was a, you know, a smallish city housing 300,000 people before. Now there's three times as many. Um, there are essentially tents and people everywhere on every single street, road. Uh, there are people sheltering under a piece of tarp on in a tent, perhaps, um, or, or in a in a makeshift whatever shelter. Um, so the, and there is essentially this is the last line, Rafa. It, there is nowhere to go. People can't leave. People can't go back to the north. Uh, they're still fighting there. Uh, they're probably not allowed to cross the Wadi Gaza in the middle. Um, and as we heard, there is no food, no not of anything anywhere in in the north anyway, aside from a lot of unexploded ordinances. So it is really, you know, quite. It bears no thinking what would happen if there would be an incursion now into Rafah, where people are completely stuck, essentially locked up, and with nowhere to go. And because people are so close together, uh, it, it is inconceivable that you would go in there with a lot of bombs and shelling and and violence. Because children will, un, you know, will absolutely be bear the brunt of that of of, of that violence. It is such a difficult situation to even think of the words to how to describe what is possible there because it's so much has already happened. So, yeah, it is it is unthinkable. Uh, this is from an opinion piece by for CNN, rather, by UNICEF CEO Catherine Russell. At least 90 percent of Gaza's children under the age of five are affected by one or more infectious diseases and that 70 percent have had diarrhea in the past two weeks. At least 17,000 children in Gaza are now unaccompanied or have become separated from their families. In other words, they're now orphans. Their parents are dead. Now, this is the view from above Khan Yunus, which is a little bit north of Rafa. And you know, as you can see, as the shot slowly moves in, as it gets closer and closer and closer, if you look at that, you can see people are just going about their daily lives. They're, they're living life. And this is what life is now like for more than a million and a half Palestinians. This is reality. They're, they're cramped into these tent cities everywhere. And they are living in close quarters. It's perfect for the spread of disease, to say the least. In many ways, are you surprised that the disease uh, has not spread faster and worse than it already has? To some extent, yes. I mean, it's also fair to say that it's hard to really get a full picture of all the, the numbers, the diseases. You know, there is no opportunity to test people necessarily for, for a lot of things. But yes, also don't forget, there is. it's very hard to get clean water in Gaza. It was hard to get clean. The water situation before the conflict wasn't great. Since uh, October 7th, it's been completely dismal. Uh, Water plants, desalination plants are not working. Uh, water comes in literally in drips and drabs in, in bottled water in, in the trucks if they come in, uh, which is, and there's not enough of that happening either. So no clean water. I think, what is it, one shower for every thousand people or so. So people, no, there's no way to do proper hygiene. Uh, so yeah, it is not surprising that many, many children present with diarrhea yeah. uh, and, and that infectious, infectious diseases will spread. So in terms of man-made disaster, 
which this is, it could end tomorrow. Either Hamas could stop using the population in Gaza as human shields, or the Israeli government could decide to stop killing children. Um, is there anything comparable to what's happening in Gaza right now and the outsized impact it's having on children? You're absolutely right. And both things uh, need to happen. and It can't happen soon enough. No, I, I have never seen anything like this man-made at this scale that has such an impact on, on children and, and civilians writ large. Uh, and neither have the many, many humanitarians uh, who made this their life's work uh, either. Yonti, it's unprecedented. Yeah, it's tragic, it's unprecedented, and it defies words in so many ways. Thank you for being with us.